Now streaming, the Netflix and Swill podcast. Shalom, my homies. Welcome to a to do breakdown uh, from the Netflix and podcast. It's me, Dan, joined again uh, as per usual uh, by my partner, Kane Casey Moore from What's on Netflix. Casey, welcome. Hi there. Good to be back. Uh, we'll we'll discuss that as we go through to Doom and or to Dumb or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Uh, this is, I guess, a thing they're going to start doing now. Is uh, I think they even gave like a history of the event. Like, they did something in Brazil, like, last year, and then they're doing it uh, as a web event now. So, uh, yay for news and stories. Uh, Boo for those of us who sat through three hours of this thing. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, so it's it's kind of an evolution of uh, Geek Tweak, where we kind of get three hours all at once. Um, It felt a bit longer than three hours from where I sat, Um, mainly because it sort of repeated stuff, so... So the format of it was is that before the actual main event, um, there was a few spotlight shows. So there's one for South Korea, one for India, and one for anime. And they kind of got chopped and changed uh, and then added within this show. So it kind of felt of a mismatch. Uh, and we'll come on to that with some of the panels that kind of they just glossed over within seconds. Um, so, yeah, it, it, seemed, uh, it seemed a lot better in some ways than Geek Week, but also uh, I, I think there's still uh, work to do. Yeah. Yeah, I I originally thought, oh, you know, like one show, 90 minutes. Cool. I'll take it. Uh, Instead, they went with uh, one show for uh, twice that length. And, you know, awful lot of fat from shows that aren't ready to really show anything. Uh, I mean, to to call it out, Umbrella Academy, there is nothing still to show about season three. They're still filming it. There's no Mm -hmm. teasers. All it was was like the cast being goofy. And like, I'm sure fans of the show love that. Somebody who just wants to see things in order to get information, I didn't care for it at all. Yeah, and I, I think that probably goes within what what is a fan event, um, and it kind of is a mix right. of, uh, of everything. So it kind of tries to please everybody, and you know, you know, as the saying goes, that sometimes you you end up pleasing nobody. So yeah, yeah. I believe me, I saw a few. Uh, I accidentally read the YouTube chat at one point, and somebody said, no one cares about this, about uh, something we'll soon talk about. But I was like, I mean, you're kind of right, but also, someone cares about this. It's just not you, and it's not me, uh, yeah. random person in the chat. Yeah, and I think I think if we could just go over the format, I, I mean, I, I was watching on YouTube, and, and you know, it kind of peaked at 60,000 people, and I think towards the end, it, it dipped below 20,000, and oh I had a quick... I had a quick look at um, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and there was only sixty people watching on on there. Um, and there was um, they were also on Twitch, uh, and then they had sort of like a side stream as well going on um, from Netflix Geeked on Twitter, which had one hundred and fifty people, where they actually had exclusive interviews that weren't included in the main show, but was simultaneous, so you you couldn't watch both. F- very very odd. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's um, that is strange. I mean, there there was the co streaming possibilities that uh, you could have if. Uh, you were somebody that Netflix likes, uh, so you know 
not and and, ba- and baby paid yeah so yeah. i saw pokimane was streaming um so she had she had a good few uh, uh followers and uh, viewers on there and so did shroud um but yeah but they all had ad in their titles so maybe it right. was um, paid for so I, I don't know which that seems to be the thing to do anymore is you know you want your your thing to get in people's eyeballs so you go to the big people and you say hey do our thing. We'll give you some money. And, and like, I'm fine with it. It's, well, I'm, I'm okay with it. It's the nature of the business and the nature of the beast it is anymore. Yeah. So, it, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's kick it off. Uh, and we'll start with, of course, what they let off with Red Notice. Now, uh, you noted that, and I kept noticing this after you said it, but the bitrate for the trailers, and specifically the trailers, was horrendous every time. Yeah, yeah, it barely fit my screen. I went downstairs to try it on my 4K set, and it looked worse. It was blotchy. Um, yeah, which is strange, because if it's a live-streamed event, I kind of get it. Um, mm-hmm. But this was a premiere on YouTube, so that means it's all pre-recorded. Um, so I don't know what went wrong there. Maybe it was something on YouTube's side. Um, uh, but all, all the subsequent trailers have been released via um youtube and they look great you know so it's right. just if you were watching live uh, which is what they encourage you to do you you were getting um well not the not you know an inferior product basically right so i mean we got the clip it's that scene in the the gallery with you know ryan reynolds the rock and gal gadot uh, all hanging oh. out and being like hey we're we're people uh i quite honestly thought this looked rough uh, didn't particularly care for that clip, but I mean, it's a minute and forty seconds or so of, of a movie that uh, is probably going to be two and a half hours. So we'll see. Yeah, it very much looks like uh, Six Underground or this year's version of it, where it's mm-hmm. kind of you can see where the budget went, and it was to the salaries of the person in the in the headline seat. So right, yeah, yeah I, I I mean, it's going to be yeah, it's uh, going back to a saying I used a lot last time. It is what it what it says on the tin, you know. It's um. It's very much um, just, you know, a big budget action movie, which just wouldn't float in the cinemas anymore. And it's uh, it's good to have them on Netflix, but it's also, you know, it would be nice to have some substance there, too. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. But like I said, like we were saying with, with the bit rate like that, that is not the way you want to show your your movie that your quote unquote biggest movie ever. By, you know, having it show in, like, this very poor quality. You want it to be, like, the best quality possible. And it, that just did not happen. So, not a great start. No, and it, it kind of got a little bit better towards the end. Um, mm-hmm. Although, I, I wonder if that was because I ended up just squinting um, the entire time. So, the, the bit rate kind of went up that way. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that, that immediately stuck out to me. And, and, as I said, I don't know what happened there, why it was like that. Um, uh, but I can't imagine it was planned. Right. Uh, then we had the Stranger Things for uh, their third teaser of four for yep. the season. Uh, this is probably the most substantive as to what the show is itself is going to be about this season. I mean, uh, the first one, I think, was like Matthew Modine existing uh, still. Uh, and then the other one was uh, Hopper uh, yep. being in, in Russia. This one, like, uh, we I think we've seen stills of Creel House uh, of them, like, ha- like, in the attic or something. And so... Uh, it'll be interesting to see with that. Uh, nothing to glean, I don't think, really. 2022, we knew that. Uh, probably early 2022, but uh, yeah, anything seems you, like you want to yeah. say about it? 
No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I think it, we're at the point now where, you know, teasers just aren't cutting it. You know, it's been so long since season three that I think people just, w- just want to see it at this point. Um, right. But yeah, th- this is substantive. I, li- I like how most of the teasers sort of link back to a really early teaser we had. So with the clock, um, it kind of links back to there. Um, but again, it just we won't all want to see it. So it's kind of, you know just seems like a delay at this point <laughs> yeah exactly like uh, what july july 2019 was when we last saw it uh, it'll be yeah. almost going on three years uh whenever that comes out i'm we don't have like a firm date uh, like i said i my guess is first quarter of 2022 because of reasons but uh it, it actually might get pushed even further into the spring yeah, so they, I think they wrapped up filming last week in the New Mexico for their second mm-hmm. unit. So yeah, they're they're deep in post production. But I imagine quite a lot that's already been done um, right. for the pandemic. So um, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to say exactly how long it will be. Um, I don't have any firm dates, but yeah, I'd say Q one or Q two next year. Okay. Uh, then we had a teaser for Money Heist. Uh, I have very little to say about Money Heist. It's a show that I've never watched. Uh, not because I don't think it's good. It looks good. It's just. It's one that passed me by, and I am just so far behind on it that it feels like I'll never catch up. Yeah, uh, well, I, I am big on Money Heist, although it does feel like it's going in circles at this point, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm only one episode into the new season, um, and it looks like they're very much in the same position as they are in the first episode there. So it's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the format of the show. It works for it really well. Um, I will be sad to see it go. I think it's been... Uh, a, a good ride it's been fascinating to see how it's grown around the world um mm-hmm. i think only a few shows um since have sort of even tried to match it i think i think squid game for example i think is traveling very very well so sure. uh, yeah um but yeah it's it's a great uh, study if you're a netflix nerd like me yeah then they had a t- uh, history of to doom fluff moving on uh then we had a, a quick teaser for ozark and I mean, like, a very quick teaser. It just shows uh, Marty and his wife in the bathroom fading blood off themselves. And that's supposed to satiate Ozark fans who have been waiting about the same amount of time that uh, Stranger Things fans have been waiting uh, for season four. So uh, anything you want to say about that? Uh, only that both seasons seemed, or both both parts of the new season seems to be coming out next year. I, mm-hmm. We kind of thought that one might slip in by the end of this year, um, but but clearly not. Um, right. But yeah, it's it's one of my favorites, um, so can't wait to see it return, and yeah, it seems to just pick up where it left off, so awesome. Sure. Uh, then, w- probably the thing I was most excited for this entire time was uh, more looks behind the scenes and more extensive looks at some clips from uh, The Harder They Fall. The cast itself has me very, very excited for this movie. Uh, what what about you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think we got several clips throughout the the three hours um, mm-hmm. throughout this. Um, and yeah, every every time I see it, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, it's just the you know, it just has that vibe to it. It's it actually reminds me very much of ja- Django and Tra- Chained in the mm-hmm. sort of sense that it's you know going to be very violent, um, uh, fast paced, and and you know you can never tell where it's heading next. So yeah, what definitely up there. I think it's probably my maybe my number two film of what I'm looking forward to to watching towards the end of the year from Netflix. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is probably my most anticipated, but my God, I can't wait. I mean, we got many looks at this and you know, the, the more they show the, the more hype I get. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, the director seems like a cool, 
cool dude who I didn't realize uh, had a British accent like me. So, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then we have uh, a trailer for the documentary Genius, spelled G E E G E. No, not G E. J E E N dash Y U H S. This is about Kanye West, which is why it's spelled that way and why I couldn't fucking read it. Uh, Netflix continuing to go into their uh, bag of tricks to pull out like popular artists and give them a platform to tell their story of their rise to popularity. We had Taylor Swift, Beyonce, uh, Lady Gaga, now Kanye West. What do you yep. think? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, towards the end of this documentary is going to be perhaps most fascinating, given it's um, uh, not... Not, I don't want to use the word turmoil, but it's um, not far from it. Um, particularly, you know, with his recent shenanigans. So yeah, it's got it's going to be interesting. I I haven't watched too many. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, music fan, particularly of rap. So um, yeah, I think I think this one's probably going to be the biggest because Kanye West is such a a polarizing and uh, popular figure. So sure. Uh, then we got uh, a, a series trailer for uh, De Volta Eos 15, or uh, that's me bastardizing Spanish for Back to 15. Uh, it's basically a 17 again, but in a series format. So, uh, moving on. Uh, we have Maldivas. <laughs> uh, the logline is Meet the Residents of Maldivas, a, a mysterious condominium at the center of this upcoming dramedy about a woman in search of answers her mother's sudden death uh this was literally a meet the characters it was four women just dancing on screen uh moving on uh sex education uh we had like the cast just talk a little bit about the filming of season three a little bit of fluff for that but then at the end of that we got an announcement for season four already yeah no no surprise uh really i mean the 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 show is uh just a just seems to be a global hit, and you know mm. the, the reviews for it are, are, are off the scale. I, I, I'm still behind, like massively behind. Yeah, um, so I can't I can't say too much on it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just one of them shows that just resonates, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, then we have gonna do the English name. Uh, through my window, uh, get ready to fall head over heels for this upcoming film adaptation of the popular romance novel about a girl's attempt to make her neighbor fall for her. Moving on, we have a, a young adult spotlight. Uh, they did like a fan celebration thing, and then they have a montage of like Arawabi School for Girls. Uh, beyond a Spanish name that says uh, "Hello Eden," uh, Blood and Water season two, Chosen, Colin Black and White, Colin in Black and White, uh, Dear White People season four, Elite season five, Indivisible Thread, uh, La Nina de Cristal. I'll say that. Uh, Le Laison Dangereux, uh, which reminds me of the uh, Arrested Development get like, j- running joke. Lock and Key Season yeah. 2. Lost in Space Season 3, which is apparently still coming this year somehow. Yeah, uh, I think we got two seconds, if if that, of footage in that, which is, uh, yeah. I'm surprised that didn't get more of a, a showing here, to be yeah. fair. Because um, we know the trailer's been uh, in the bag for about a week or so. so oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is strange. Then, if we if we already have like if we know the trailer exists, just show us the trailer. But 
Uh, I mean, we had to have, you know, fluff pieces and panels that mattered more. Yeah, and and, and as, as I say, the order that we're now going through these is the order that it was shown in there, and it just it just seemed incoherent, like it just, I, I don't know, you'd have thought each hour would be themed um, mm-hmm. in, in some way or another, so at least you know when to tune in. Um, but I, I guess putting it in like this just means you have to stick through the whole thing, so uh, right. I, I don't know. Uh, Love 101 Season 2, 19th. On my block, season four, open your eyes, and there's someone inside your house. Uh, that's the YA sizzle reel. Uh, let's move on to Dark Desire, which I have—I didn't even know was a show that existed. So seeing that there's a season two for this show is shocking. Yeah, it's uh, one of those, um, uh, the equivalent of softcore porns that came out last year when everyone was horny at home. So yeah, it did, it did quite well. Um, so it's, um, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. Apparently quite soon, which is no surprise because it got renewed fairly quickly, and I think it went filming um, into filming the, like the, the next week or so. So, oh wow, yeah, yeah, to see to see it not um, to see it come back is no surprise, but yeah, it's yeah, okay. it's one of the horny horny shows. <laughs> well, uh, people love their horny shows, as, uh, yes. as we'll eventually get to. Uh, then we have an India Spotlight, which uh, included series and films such as uh, Finding Anamika. Uh, Kofia and Hira Mondi. Uh, they were basically glorified teasers for that. It wasn't anything of actual substance. I mean... Yeah, and the main spotlight was about half an hour long that kind of ran just before the main the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of this was condensed um, and, and therefore wasn't coherent, um, which is a, is a shame. Right. And that's the thing. It's like they want you to you know, tune in for the main show, but also they had a bunch of splinter shows and the messaging for this was all over the place in terms of what they wanted you to actually pay attention to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And why they did the spotlights without, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of confusing what the, what the, the strategy there was, but um, yeah, I don't have too much to say on these Indian shows. They're not ones I'm personally familiar with. Um, sure. I think mostly that they're mostly new. So yeah. Uh, and then, uh, to finish off the final hour, or not the final hour, the first hour. No, we're no everyone. We're not done yet. Uh, we have uh, a Bridgerton season two first look. Uh, it featured the cast being the cast. You know, hey, did you guys know the show would be popular? No, oh my god, <laughs> how popular it is! And then we got a quick clip of season two. Uh, it's happening. We don't have a date for that yet, do we? No, I think it's just broad 2022. I, I'd, I'd imagine it's going to be a roughly the same time as it came. No, not, not sorry. No, uh, around the summer, I'd have thought, um, at this point. Because okay. um, we know the Queen Charlotte's also filming next year, so that will come out soon after that. Okay. So, yeah, uh, just, hey, Bridgerton fans, hold on. We're, it, it won't be a Stranger Things wait. No, no, they're, they're, they're going in quick succession. And I, I think Bridgerton is going to get a lot more attention um, in terms of uh, other formats and spin-offs mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, yeah, it was just such a big, big show over Christmas uh, last year, um, which is which was surprising because, you know, the two big Christmas titles last year was We Can Be Heroes and Bridgerton, yeah. um, which is, yeah, I, I would not have pegged them in, uh, in if we had a fantasy league for the year. That's for sure. <laughs> right. I um I remember when we talked about We Can Be Heroes like doing it for the show and we were like joking like who is going to remember this Robert Rodriguez universe that he made out of spy kids like who's actually going to care and then it turns out plenty of people cared 
it was one of those weird things where it was like this weird hit that we never expected. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, and, and there's there's a lot more movies that deserve to have that spot, in my opinion. But it's just, I think having it over the Christmas period meant that kids were getting to watch it every day. Um, it, you know, and it, it just you know built mind mind share among kids. So yeah, really cool. Mm. All right, uh, then we move to hour two, which is uh, far and away the best hour uh, of <laughs> of this whole thing. Uh, we started with Sandman, and uh, Neil Gaiman started just saying like how this project was a labor of love for him and how he was just so happy about it. Normally, I'd be like, look, it's more fluff, but it's Neil Gaiman saying this, who has been historically protective of this property. So seeing him, you know, gush about how much he's, he loves the project shows that there's something here to it. Yeah, and he's and and he is just fully involved with it, you know, from start to finish. Um, uh, so it looks like a, a labor of love. It looks like it's got the budget, and it um, much more so than I think uh, Shadow of Bone did. And I think it's kind of similar sort of um, uh, who it's targeting is going to be roughly the same. Um, but yeah, this it, it does look uh, incredible. I'm not hugely familiar with the um, the source material, um, but uh, I think I'm going to go in cold and then yep. yeah, yeah, and yeah, I can't wait. Yep, yep. I'm the same way. Uh, I'm not very familiar with it. Kayla was very, very, very familiar with it. So, a nice, interesting mismatch, mishmash there. Um, we got a basically a first look, like a basically like the a teaser. Finally, this is, these are basically the first moving images of the show that we've seen. Uh, looks dark, interesting. Uh, Tom Sturridge showed up. Uh, he said he was very excited in his most monotone voice. <laughs> I was going to say, he, looked, he was very serious, uh, he, but he, I think that's just... <laughs> he looked so moody in that. Like, he was just like, you're excited? Okay. Uh, I'll take <laughs> I your think word he's for just it, in, bud. I, I think he's just embodying his character in Little World. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they announced that uh, you can follow more from their social medias. Uh, I mean, they announced the social medias, but also I thought we knew those were the social media accounts for the show, as it was. So I don't know what that was really for. Other than it doesn't hurt reminding people. Media. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> All right. Then we had an anime spotlight with a VTuber, which made me want to kill myself. Uh, <laughs> we got a uh, like, quick sizzle reel of Agretzko, Bright Samurai Soul, which we already have a trailer for. Uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Eternal the Movie, uh, which apparently is already out. Uh, Super Crooks, which is probably the most interesting one of the bunch, and then uh, A Whisker Away, which came out last year, so I felt like that was just like, hey everybody, A Whisker Away came out last year, go watch it. <laughs> yeah, Super Crooks uh, is by far my uh, is by far the most interesting here, um, mm -hmm. just because of where it's come from, you know, it's Miller World property, um, which is also getting a live action spin-off, um, so yeah, this, I think it looks pretty decent from that from what I've seen so far. Um, I mean, Mark Miller loves it, but then he lo he loved, uh, you know, his, he his other you, show. His legacy. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but the rest is cool. And again, all of this was condensed uh, from the main anime spotlight, which actually happened about four hours beforehand, mm. um, which I assume was so uh, Eastern audiences could watch it before they went to bed. Um, yep, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh yeah, Super Crooks is probably the most interesting one. Like, Bright Samurai Soul is up there in terms of, like, does this do anything to move the needle for the Bright franchise? Because we already know Bright 2 is coming. 
this is just like, hey, everybody, don't forget about Bright. So we'll see if this actually does anything. I doubt it because I don't think it already I already don't think it looks very good in the first place, but we'll see. Yeah. And and just who's interested in that universe, you know, mm-hmm. it's um, and uh, what what was most interesting to me, perhaps, is the timelines as to when that was greenlit. Was it greenlit before the main movie came out or was it greenlit afterwards? Um, right. So is it a deliberate attempt to try and expand it afterwards or is it just the case that it was already a long way in production? Um, to start with, so right it, or like contractual obligations, like hey, we already promised you an animated show and a sequel, so here you go. Precisely, yeah, um, yeah, which is interesting from uh, again, again, a nerd point of view of just knowing how all the cogs work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I, I mean, it does absolutely nothing for me because the the universe I found intensely boring. So, it's, uh... <laughs> yep, uh, interesting concept, uh, horrible, horrible execution. Hundred uh, percent. Then we had a, a a thing for Cobra Kai. Uh, they, <laughs> it was just the cast being goofballs. Fine. Uh, and then they then they actually gave us a, a teaser trailer slash trailer for the the actual show. Uh, we're getting it on New Year's Eve, which big thumbs up for that of this year. And uh, it looks like more Cobra Kai uh, centered around the All Valley Karate Championship again, which. Hey, I'm here for tournaments. I love tournament anime. Yeah, and uh, and it's just uh, yeah, it, it did it ticks all the boxes again. Um, it kind of uh, treads a familiar path, but it's um, I, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Cobra Kai. So mm-hmm. um, and and the good news is, is that by the time this comes out, season five will have already wrapped filming, which is uh, pretty insane. So yeah, then whether we crazy. whether we see that next summer or whether we have to wait a year again, um, I don't know, but it's um. Yeah, it's moving fast. When did they renew season four? Was it like pretty soon after they they premiered season three? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure um, a few a few scoopers knew that it was coming uh, before season mm-hmm. three hit. Um, so I think yeah, I think the timelines often overlap um, in the same way that Virgin River does, for example. So the filming kind of gets started before the the previous seasons even aired. But we don't get to hear about it officially for about a month afterwards. So. Sure. Okay. Just curious. But yeah, that that seems like a show that, you know, will end when the creators are like, hey, we're done. Or uh, viewership just gets so low that it's they just can't ration it anymore. Yeah, well, I've heard from multiple people that uh, YouTube very much regrets letting that one go. And I, I, I think it was just such a no-brainer um, for... Mm. How, how wide of an appeal that, that show has, because um, it really is for the whole family, so it's, um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, then we got the worst kept secret of all time, Extraction 2 is confirmed to be happening. Uh, I mean, I think, what was it, what's his name? Scott Stuber even said that they're doing Extraction 2, but they wanted to, like, hey, hashtag Rake lives, everybody. Tyler Rake's alive. We all know you love him. <laughs> And it's like, do we, do we actually love him? Or was it just that 99 million people watched the the movie at the beginning of the pandemic and therefore you thought a sequel was a good idea? Yeah, it's um, it's it's good that they've finally confirmed it, I guess. But I kind of figured that it was confirmed. I mean, the amount of reporting on, on, a, se- on a sequel, mm. um, I mean, there's quite a lot. So it's kind of strange that it's, um, yeah, it was even needed to be official at this point. But yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, the the messaging around it was, like, mis- mysterious. It was like, hi, I'm Chris Hemsworth. I'm here to talk about my new movie. And it's like, okay, so here comes, like, me in the know being like, all right, here comes Extraction 2. 
And I'm sure there's like that one fan who's sitting there with like an extraction poster and like having a Chris Hemsworth waifu pi- like pillow. They're being like, oh my god, I hope it's extraction too. And they're like fist pumping the air as he announces it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I was very much hoping it was going to be Escape from Spiderhead because that was supposed to come out this year, but it's um, clearly been pushed back until next year. So, yeah, that that one was is far more pressing in my book as to what yeah. the hell happened to that. So, well, also with this is um the fact that he said they're filming soon, which already tells me they're not like we're not going to see this until about summer of twenty twenty three. No, no, you're probably right. Um, I I believe it's next next month it starts filming. Um, okay. Uh, early early October. Okay. So yeah, we're we're a while off from that. So I guess it is kind of puzzling why. It's something I already hate in like video game culture. It's like, hey, we're announcing a game that's like a few years out. It's like, hey, we're announcing a movie here that's a few years out. Like, just announce it when it's almost ready or when you want to start your your media cycle. Like, we know it exists. Mm. Like, people who are paying attention know it exists you don't have to go out of your way to confirm it and spend time on it mm, for sure yeah there wasn't there wasn't too much new in the trailer i don't think um or in the teaser i think it was mostly just shots from the the end of uh the first movie um but i, I thought it was a serviceable film for sure um, yeah oh, it's, wh- it's whether, absolutely fine yeah it, whether you know, it deserves to be number one i don't know um, <laughs> no uh, I, I mean we could talk about that a million times that that can be debated until the end of time or at least until something <laughs> uh dethrones it uh which i'm sure they're hoping red notice does but we'll see about that uh then we got a an action panel uh surprisingly hosted by their chief content officer or marketing officer bazoma st john like holy shit i can't believe they actually got her to be on the show yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, it's one of them things. Um, you know, I often compare the, these shows against like what PlayStation and Xbox mm-hmm. does, and they often use executives to um, introduce stuff because they're kind of close to it. So you kind of feel that their passion comes across, as right. opposed to just being ha- handed a script. Um, which we haven't actually mentioned that these did kind of have hosts. So Lily Singh was in Lil- uh, the first one. She was um, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, they're they're all okay, but it's kind of just you know they're reading off a script. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, boots on the ground makes a hell of a lot of difference. And that clearly comes off um, in a panel discussion like this, which, you know, in-depth knowledge of each show uh, mm-hmm. or each movie, rather, um, you know, created a better conversation, in my opinion. Right. It, yeah, this was the most compelling panel of the of the entire set. I mean, like none of the panels are that great to begin with. But this mm. one I was, I was interested in. There was information. You know, we, we got some clips for for upcoming yep. movies. Uh, like the old guard two, I don't know if they've started filming that yet, but uh, nothing, nothing in terms of filming for that. Just that it exists, confirming it uh, to a Netflix audience as opposed to those who are reading. Like, what was the Scott Stuber article? It was a variety piece or deadline yes. piece. All right, so uh, yeah, variety, like, yeah, okay, so like you, you get your people who read your variety, and that's how like we know Extinction Two, the old guard two, those movies are happening. But this reveals it to like a wired audience uh, that you know is a netflix fan, netflix fan audience as opposed to just being you know uh dorks like us mm, indeed <laughs> uh also black crab which i have no idea what it is but apparently stars uh numero pace uh and then uh interceptor starring uh chris hemsworth's wife uh elena pataki and then uh, army of thieves and the harder they fall we got a couple clips from those uh just continuing my hype train for the harder they fall. 
Army of Thieves looks like a much more serviceable movie than Army of the Dead does or did. Yeah, so. yeah, I was kind of impressed actually with its coverage for this. Um, yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty decent. Uh, whether it's actually going to um, be able to hold you, because um, spoiler alert, he, he kind of dies in the main film. Mm-hmm. So whether that you know relieves any tension um, at all, I, I don't know. But it's uh, yeah, it, it does look pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, then. Uh, she was. They mentioned that she was going to be on the panel, but uh, you know, was busy wrapping up. Bruised, uh, Halle Berry's bruised was uh, was there. Uh, it was a behind the scenes slash, uh, you know, kind of teaser, like a, a little hybrid. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know what kind of play this is going to have in the Oscars, but uh, you know, it it looks potentially compelling. Yes, um, yeah, and I don't understand what they meant by uh, wrapping up filming because it was finished, I believe, in, at the end of 2019. So, um, mm. yeah, I don't know what that means. I know, I know that Halle Berry is working on quite a few other Netflix projects at the moment, so it's um, that's probably what they meant. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, I, I think we've seen enough of this just to know, you know, it's kind of last minute prep um, for getting it out there. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. we just need to see it. Hundred percent agree. Uh, then we have Arcane, which is the League of Legends series, which is the one thing. I mean, I could talk about this for days. Uh, it's <laughs> I, I had a League of Legends addiction for a good long while. Um, I, I'm I, I'm interested in this. You know, I think it's still like five years too late. Uh, you know, League of Legends mm-hmm. was a global hit back in like 2000 and like 11, and things should have been in production from that point. Whenever it got so as massive as it did. Uh, this is, I, I don't think it's going to be harmed in any way, uh, because I think the lore behind League of Legends is still interesting and compelling enough to yeah. uh, an audience that likes animation, but they really are missing, they really missed the, the point where they could dive into lore through television shows. They really wanted to tell that through their own channels. And I feel mm-hmm. like that did the lore disservice and it did the game a disservice. And now we're getting to this. So whether that will re-spark interest back in League of Legends, which you know, it's 10 years old, 10, 11 years old. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's not unheard of. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to know uh, what the strategy is behind getting this one. I, I mean, as you say, League of Legends is still huge. Um, mm-hmm. um, but whether it will ignite, um, you know, the pl- uh, player base again, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I can't remember looking back at Dota because obviously Dota uh, received um, a series yeah. in a similar yep. vein. So, uh, yeah, and uh, I think it looks superb. I, I, I think the art style is particularly compelling. Yeah. It reminds me of the uh, the train episode in the most recent season of Love, Death and Robots. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty compelling, and I should imagine it's going to do do well. So yeah, yep, hundred percent agree. Uh, like I said, very excited for this, uh, I, and I know I'm the only one from from my show that actually cares. So uh <laughs> look forward to it uh they did give us a date announcement november 6th so be on the lookout for that it's a saturday which is interesting normally you don't see things on saturday from netflix normally it's during the week yeah uh and, and yeah and typically animation gets added midweek as well so it's mm-hmm. um yeah odd, odd decision maybe there's maybe there's a date that i'm not we're not um i haven't researched yet that's uh is it an anniversary of some sort i don't i don't know oh here well here's why uh, Worlds 2021 will be held in uh, Iceland from October 5th to November 6th. Ah, so that's it. They're going to they're going to promote heavily during the entire thing. Hey, go watch Arcane on Netflix, and then hey, once Worlds is over, go check out Arcane on Netflix. That's so. That's it. 
Okay, that's gotcha. what I assumed it would be, but that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, then we had a Korean content spotlight, which you said they also had another like thirty thirty ish minutes, which with more expanded looks at this pro- these programs. But I'll just mention uh, Hellbound, which is probably the most fascinating of them all. Uh, My yes. name and New World. Yeah, Hellbound looks absolutely trippy. Um, uh, I have no idea whether that's going to be good or a, 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 you know a heaping pile. So mm-hmm. yeah, can't can't wait to see it. I think it premiered at TIFF, um, so it. Uh, so it's clearly got a bit of chops to it, um, but yeah, that at least m- my colleague, who's much into more into K dramas than, than I am, uh, that's the one he's excited for, as well as yep. the uh, as the zombie one, um, uh, which is not listed uh, here, which is oh. called all, "All of Us Are Dead." Uh, it kind of got a mention and a and a January release date, but no no further looks, unfortunately. Okay, yeah, the K drama, the case content stuff seems to be fairly popular. Uh, on Netflix. I know my, my boss at work likes a lot of the K-dramas, especially on Netflix, so uh, it, they're going to keep going to that South Korean well and trying to farm more content out of that. Yeah, and I, I and I often I often get emails from people that say, look, I, I'm a 70-year-old person um, that just doesn't like American content anymore, um, and found a, a new love for Korean stuff, which is, is usually, um, you know, usually they, they go the opposite way, where they, you know, they say they don't want to watch um, that, but you know, Netflix is slowly building um, a dedicated audience, and, and yep. yeah, it's but it spans all ages and all you know, uh, everyone. Yep. Uh, then we had a quick little teaser for uh, Vikings Valhalla. Uh, look for that sometime in 2022. I, I don't know. We talked about this during Geek Week, and we didn't get much more of a look than what we got during Geek Week. Do you have anything else to say about it? Uh, not particularly. Um, it looks. It looks like it's got the budget in it, uh, which I expected. Um, yeah, um, yeah, and, inter- and interesting that we, you know, we kind of scooped the other week that, uh, you know, the the episode order that was came up front is effectively going to run for three seasons, which is yep. uh, pretty unprecedented. So, yeah, a lot of potential in this. Um, it clearly is going to pick up the the pieces from where uh, the Last Kingdom um, finishes. Um, so, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we get the Last Kingdom first. And then this, and it kind of you know takes on the baton as being Netflix's big historical drama. Um, okay, but yeah, it's it's gonna be good. Makes sense. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Chestnut Man, which was a featurette of some kind for a series uh, based on a best-selling crime novel. I don't know. I I've never heard of this. I don't know what this is or what it's about, really. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd say um, as a quick pitch, if you like Matt, Mike uh, Flanagan stuff, uh, then mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty good. Um, uh, you know, most people come up with the usual uh, saying that it's just going to be nuts, which is honey. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I it, love bad puns. <laughs> but yeah, it looks it looks like a, a good, um, a potentially really good uh, foreign Halloween uh, title. So, yeah, we'll see. Yep. Uh, then we got. Um... Somehow, Carol Baskin. We we know about we we knew about this for about a week, but uh, Tiger King is getting a season two. Mm. Fucking how I don't know. Like what's happened since it is actually a compelling enough watch to make me care. Uh, I don't know, but I mean we're doing it. They're doing it. We're getting a season two. Yeah, it's it's. We don't know how many episodes it's going to be, and and whether it's going to be quite quite um self reflective on you know the impact of the first season. Um, because that that makes it just as much as compelling story as the actual story itself. Um, 
Carol Baskins uh, come out against it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, more more drama uh, than uh, unscripted, I'd say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Carol Baskins already said she's not doing it because she already felt the first season did her dirty, uh, which is true. Uh, it basically <laughs> accused her of murder several times. Mm-hmm. So much so, that yeah. I, a joke on the internet. Yeah, I'm. Go- I mean, everyone's going to watch it, so it's. Uh... Yep. Uh, then we got uh, Soy Georgina, uh, to which I said she. She said everyone knows who I am. To which I said, uh, every <laughs> she thinks everyone knows who she is, which is not true. I have no idea who this woman is, and I only just found out now that she's Cristiano Ronaldo's wife. So oh oh, today I, I learned. I am not a uh, football fan or uh, soccer fan for those of you in America, so I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, uh- like. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I tweeted I zoned out at this point um, in proceedings, so yeah, yep. I was, uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll then quickly go through a bunch of uh, real- more reality series slash unscripted, unscripted series. They don't want to say reality series for some reason. Uh, it's like they're poison. For- <laughs> I don't get it. But uh, I guess because, like, they want to make it, because, like, you think of Bravo when you think of, like, reality series and how they're kind of scripted. I mean, like, Look at the credits. They have writers, and these shows sure. have writers. Blah blah blah, man. Whatever. Uh, then we have Young, Famous, and African. It's a reality show. Uh, check. I love this. Uh, in the in the doc you 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 sent over, it says check out the trailer and smash that like button uh, for this reality <laughs> series following a group of famed affluent young stars from across Africa, living La Vida Loca in Johannesburg. Oh my god, this is so boomery. Uh, moving yes. on. Uh, here they'll say reality. Uh, we had SARS from, and I can't believe this went for as long as it did, uh, Selling yeah. Content, <laughs> Love is Blind, Queer Eye, Too Hot to Handle, Bling Empire, and Get Organized with the Home Edit, uh, play The Floor is Lava new course for season two, which is- Yeah, and so, the, go- uh, the poor host was on like a spinning viral, uh, vinyl disc that just kept spinning round as he tried to present the show. That was more entertaining. Oh, okay. I, I just wish it. I just wish it was going a bit faster so that the, the segment uh, would s- sped up because he had a bit of the lava himself. So. Yeah. Um. Whatever. Like it. It was a. It was basically yeah, announced a- that like all these shows are getting a season two, including the floor is lava and the preview for the floor is lava. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean. I mean, me and you obviously don't like this type of show, mm-hmm. but they do. They do well, and they're obviously very cheap to produce. Oh yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So they're going to keep coming. Um, yeah. It's just it's just a shame uh, that there's, there's not there's nothing for me here. I I, I yeah. There, I mean, there are reality shows that I do watch. So you know, like The Apprentice and um, mm-hmm. not not the US Apprentice, the the UK one, um, and uh, like Dragons Den. So um, sure. So so titles like that, I I would love. Are, to are see you telling Netflix me you're do. not a closet sexy beast fan? Uh no no I'm not. <laughs> And yeah, I'm surprised that one is getting a second season because you know, even even as a meme, it kind of didn't land. So it's um, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one, that one had one compelling episode, and the rest of it was like once the mystique wore off of like watching it, it was just like, okay, I'm done. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they, I don't know how they cast for these shows, but um, yeah, but they, but then the fact you know most normal people wouldn't go for it, it's uh, telling. Right, exactly. Uh, then we had uh, Cowboy Bebop. We got John Cho talking, and then he introduced the intro credit sequence, which is very much aped off of the anime. In fact, it's basically shot for shot. Uh, 
it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it pays off for them. I don't know how placating towards the fans of the original is going to work, but they're trying it, and it's going to be interesting to see how that results. Yeah, 100%. And, and, you know, whether it introduces it to new people like me, because, I, you know, I've watched a few episodes of Cowboy Bebop, but I would never say I got into it big big time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I personally think this looks pretty unique. Um, yeah. Um, so I, I think there's always going to be a certain segment of the anime community that you'll never satisfy, um, just because live action bad. Um, so, <laughs> but I, 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 think, I think the opening credits of this looks... Uh, you know, I, I think they've done a, a swell job, and um, yeah. it makes it makes me just as m- more excited for uh, uh, One Piece. Yeah, uh, that is something else I'm looking forward to. Uh, the only thing we are still missing from this, is, from Cowboy Bebop, that is is uh, a trailer or like any kind of footage of the show at all. Like we got a little mm. bit of it spliced in through the intro credit sequence, but you know, we still don't know the general tone how it looks, anything like that. We're still waiting, and it's about less than two months away now. So that is intriguing that they've been building to this, and we still haven't seen anything from the show, really. Yeah, I suspect we'll get a bigger preview come next month. Um, but yeah, I think I think they're just holding off. Um, but yeah, every bit that was spliced into there, just um, it, it, this raised my expectations for the series. Um, yep. And despite by the internet telling me they should be very low, um, you know, I'm quite, I'm quite excited to see what happens here. Yeah, and I think this, and this is coming from somebody who's watched a lot of bad anime adaptations. It's when they try to be too faithful, like uh, when we got like the Roroni Kenshin anime thing. They they basically stapled a wig onto this actor's head and we just <laughs> went, "Here you go," and it like you could tell it's a wig the whole time, and it looks ridiculous, and it takes you out of the thing. Well, this is John Cho's actual hair. It looks nothing like Spike's Beagles, really. It's just his own yep. little spin on it, and that's what you need to do: is you put your, put your own little spin on it and move from there. Yep. And and again, you, whether they can satisfy everyone, you know, I think that's a, a futile task. So, um, mm. yeah, just make it as unique um, as you can. And I think I think from what we've seen so far, that's achieving that. Yeah. Uh, then we had eight. And just an announcement of Murder Mystery 2. Uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston were there. They referenced uh, their careers. Adam Sandler was like, yo, you got the friends there? And she's like, no. Do you got David Spade there? He's like, no. It's like, And then David Spade joins the Zoom call. And he's like, of course he has him there. Come on. Uh, we're one of the few people that went, hey, Murder Mystery ain't that bad. It's a fine movie, actually. Uh, mm. So I, I wouldn't say I'm excited to see a sequel, but I'm not angry about it. No, out of all the films he's done for Netflix, I think it's one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and, and and again, calling this an announcement is, uh, uh, you know, I think that's stretching the truth because I think we've known about it for ages. So it's, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what? This is one of the movies in the top ten that, you know, lends itself to a sequel. I mean, the only one, and we, we talked about it before, but Six Underground, not getting a sequel is one of those weird ones because it's like, Really? That one? That's number four. That's not getting a sequel? Okay. This is, I think this is around like the 75 million mark for them. So, you know, that makes sense as to why they're revisiting it. Whether or not that'll, it'll hit those highs again. Who knows? I mean, we're, we're going to find out, uh, you know, with these high profile sequels that Netflix keeps putting out with like Extraction 2, The Old Guard 2, um, Murder Mystery 2, whether or not they can recapture the magic in terms of viewing stats for 
you know, their their sequel products. Yeah, sometimes it feels like it just has to be it come out at the right time, um, mm-hmm. and nothing else kind of matters. Um, but yeah, again, I, I think Murder Mystery is probably his best, one of his best solo films. I think that the A twenty four film was probably the best film that's come to Netflix, but that doesn't really count, does it? So um, yeah, but I, I like this one a lot. Um, <sighs> All right, and then we moved on from uh, hosts Finn Wolfhard and Caleb McLaughlin. Uh, Finn Wolfhard looked like he'd rather be anywhere else. He he was <laughs> so bored the whole time, and you could tell. Yeah, it's again. Again, it's just uh, yeah, it's strange. And you, if you had an executive there, even Ted Sarandos popping in from you know now and again, or Scott Stuber announcing his big mm-hmm. films, um, you know, someone that's got. Uh, knows what they're talking about you know so right i don't know that's right it just seems like they got fans who, who know nothing and then you, uh you know finn wolfhard looks like a kid you pulled off the street honestly mm. uh he he could not like he was just like yeah i'm here guys uh, this is the extent of my career and I'll, as far as i'll go but i'm gonna put no effort into it whatsoever uh then we move <laughs> on to uh nicola Cl- uh coughlin um she was reading off a cue card but uh, whatever. Uh, we got uh, an announcement for season two of Emily in Paris. Uh, just a date. And I have to quickly scour my Twitter feed for that. So I can't remember when I when that when they said uh, December 22nd. So another late year uh, little thing. Just in time for Christmas. Just in time for Christmas for uh, inflated views. <laughs> uh, then we got uh, the crown Imelda Staunton, uh, Professor Dolores Umbridge herself. Was was there to say, hey, I'm in the middle of filming. Uh, I'm looking forward to being here for season five. It's coming out in 2022. Cool. Uh, yeah, November. To, yeah, November. Uh, and yeah, I, li- I like that she gave a nod to the previous two uh, actresses that played the role. Um, I do think she has got big uh, shoes to fill. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, at this point, it seems like the crown can do no wrong. So uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But oh yeah. Um, Especially after the Emmys, that that was mm. I think that did more good for you know seasons five and six than than anything, because I mean, th- when the Crown first came out, the big star was Matt Smith, and then Claire Foy made her herself a star through that. Yeah, whether or not she transitioned that into actually being a star, left to be dis- left to be seen. But then you know they they pull in Helena Bonham Carter, Olivia Coleman, they pull in like a bunch of a a list nom like actors, and then they bring in some more unknowns who then are winning the acting awards. You know, this show is a juggernaut. And they, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's crazy what they're doing. Yeah, it's just prestige from start to finish. You know, every episode you go go into it thinking, you know, you're going to get something of quality out of it, and you do. So, yeah. yeah. Can't wait to see more. Uh, then we got Umbrella Academy Fluff. I mean, what 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 else is it? There's There's no footage for season three. There's nothing. I mean, this is exactly what I said after season two. Like, there was nothing mm. after season two when we when we saw it for Geek Week. You know, it was like, hey, we, season two just came out. We have nothing for you. Oh, okay, moving on. And then three months later, we're here again. There's still nothing for season three. You know, I, I get that they want the Umbrella Academy fans to be like, hey, look, I see my favorite people on planet Earth yeah. here. But, it, you know, for, for people like you and me, it just felt like, hey, this is something you could have cut for runtime. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, nothing, nothing more to say. To be fair, I think you said it all. 
Uh, then we had the Army of Thieves. Uh, we had like a, a panel with Zack Snyder, the writing staff, and the cast. <laughs> Couldn't be fucked about that. Uh, then we had the trailer, which was honestly the best thing that could have happened to this movie and what actually got me excited for it. Yeah, it's it's actually probably one of the best trailers that came out of this whole whole event, in, um, in all honesty. Um, yeah, whether, whether it all matters in the end, um, who knows? Um, they're clearly going in hard on this, and you know, and Zack Snyder himself uh, is you know working with Netflix on a ton of projects. So, yeah, can't wait for this. Uh, again, this is probably my number three most anticipated film. Uh, I'm very interested to hear what your number one is, but uh, we'll we'll (laughs) see if we can get to to that. Uh, (laughs) Then we had a a first look clip for Colin in black and white. It was Colin Kaepernick talking about Colin Kaepernick things about about his life. And then we saw a little clip of him in uh, high school pitching a game. And, uh, you know, it looked like a thing. I don't know. Uh, It's Ava DuVernay, which is probably the number one thing it has going for it. But I mean. Is this moving the needle for you at all on what's on Netflix? Uh, not well, not in terms of traffic, but I, I mean purely as someone that wasn't is not that familiar with um, Colin because I only watch uh, NFL. Um, I'd say casually um, sure. as, a, as a relative Eagles fan, so I, I kind of know I, I kind of know what he's up to and what his uh, story is over the past few years because it's it was in the news. I think this is obviously going to be polarizing. Um, oh yeah, for for sure. Um, but having said that, I think Ava DuVernay is just, uh, you know, everything she touches turns to gold. So, um, and I, I actually think that she makes this uh, looks far more interesting than it probably deserves to be. So yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Now, has Netflix not locked her down to a production deal of some kind? I can't remember if they have or not. No, so she's with um, Warner Brothers um, first and foremost. They ha- Netflix has an output deal with uh, her uh, release company um, Array. So all of the films that come through that, but she's not heavily involved with them. So, um, but no, I mean, I mean, any chance that we can get for more Ava content on Netflix, um, I think they should nab it, and, uh, yeah. and they clearly are. Yeah, that's something that puzzled me because I mean, Thirteenth was spectacular. Uh, when mm. they see us, was also spectacular. I mean, like, it just seems like that's a match made in heaven. You know, yeah, for sure. Devering a blank check and being like, do your thing. I, I, I don't understand why they haven't locked it down yet, unless a deal was signed before either of those came out, but I don't think that's the case. No, I think it was afterwards, but again, it doesn't seem like it's completely exclusive. Um, mm. So uh, it clearly gives her opportunities to still partner with Netflix and long may it continue. Okay. Uh, then we got uh, Ritmo Salve. Uh, there was a TikTok challenge assigned to this, and I've never felt more old in my entire life. <laughs> uh, let's see. It says, The only thing the two rival groups to the center of this soapy coming-of-age series have in common is their love of music and dancing. Start practicing your beg- your best at reggaeton moves with this TikTok dance challenge. No comment. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Moving on, uh, we we have Rebelde. Uh, it's a first look. Uh, a new generation has arrived in the EWS halls, and there's a sneak peek of their musical talent as well as the first look at the uniform. School's back in session. Uh, this is apparently like a reboot of a telenovela. Uh, I only know this because of uh, they them saying it, and then uh, one of my, one of our patrons, uh, Chris Yini, uh, also said that it's a reboot uh, and that uh, it's something that's relatively popular. 
So yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I, I think it's in the same vein as uh, Elite. Um, so uh, whether this breaks through, I don't know. A lot of people have been fairly critical of it. Um, because they say the reboot was fine and it didn't need it. Uh, sorry, the original was fine and it didn't need a reboot. So sure, yeah, we'll we'll see what comes of it. Um, I don't think it's going to cross our radars very much. Um, yeah, it looks very. I don't think yeah, exactly. Uh, then, uh, beginning the most agonizing three minutes of my life, Nick Kroll showed up on screen uh, <laughs> doing voices from uh, his big mouth characters, and I just wanted to die at that moment. I was just so checked out. It, it it wasn't funny. It wasn't quirky. It wasn't anything. It was just Nick Kroll being self-indulgent. Yep. Uh, and and we kind of know what Big Mouth is all about at this point. So, yeah, nothing nothing particularly new, but it's it still does well. And it, it is kind of uh, switch on and turn your brain off and just, yeah, just watch. Sure. Uh, it's it's something I've never watched, but the, you know Nick Kroll did nothing, did no favors for this uh, by doing what he was doing. <laughs> I did, it wasn't funny in any way, shape, or form. Then we have a new look at Inside Job, which is uh, a new, uh, going to be a new adult animation series. Uh, can you keep a secret? Be among the first to see the trailer for the new adult animated comedy series about employees of the deep state who are tasked with keeping conspiracy theories under wraps. Eh, it looks okay. Looks fine. Yeah, it's. Yeah, this looks very much in the same vein as Space Force to me, where it's kind of uh, pigging itself to um, uh, current events. Whether that ages it in the long term or whether it just falls flat on its face like Space Force did, um, I, I don't know, because um, it's very much, you know, Deep State is very much uh, kind of a last last era for the United States, isn't it? Um, yeah. Well, potentially the last era, we'll see. Um, I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like where I live. I just don't need these deep space idiots, deep state idiots, just ruining my life. Yeah. So whether this is going to be too too veering in uh, politicals, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's got pedigree behind it. I mean, she on, uh, she on uh, Takeuchi, I believe, and Alec Hurt mm. is behind it. So um, yeah, good good talent behind it. But whether whether it's been put to good use, I don't know yet. Uh, well, speaking of all of that, we have uh, a, an exclusive clip for Don't Look Up. Mm. Uh, I've made my thoughts known that when I saw the trailer for this, I thought it looked terrible. Uh, and then this clip did nothing to assuade that. Uh, I still think this movie looks terrible, and it actually looks even less funny than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm an Adam McKay uh, stand, so I, I, I kind of... I'm probably going to like it regardless, um, but yeah, it does look very different to his other projects. Um, uh, but the car, the cast is still keeping me with it. And if it is a burning uh, car crash, then I, I can't wait to watch it. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I feel like Netflix. I mean, considering the release date of uh, December twenty fourth, they want this to be big. Like this has to be a big thing, yeah. and they want it. They want the Christmas crowd. You know, everyone at home with their families. With their right wing uh, nut job, uh, un uncle and aunt in tow, watching them get aped on screen, that seems like they're what they're aiming for with this, and I, I just don't know about that. Uh, you know, with this clip especially now, because you know, that was an extended look at a scene that Adam McKay is trying to be funny, and maybe you know he's 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 the one who's come out and said you can't be funny in today's climate, and it's just like no, Adam, maybe you just can't be funny in today's climate. Uh <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, well, I, I don't know if I agree with that because Succession is probably one of the, the funniest shows oh, of recent him. memories. So, yeah, that's him. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, he's not involved in it, uh, like uh, in every aspect, but it's certainly what you know. It's is one of his shows. So okay. I'm in the Big Short had a lot of good moments. So, but there, but then Anchorman did nothing for me. So really, um, yeah, Anchorman did absolutely nothing. But then perhaps I think I think it's uh, rooted more in like American news. Mm. Uh, how how your news plays out and yeah ours is much more boring uh, compared to that so quite honestly uh, i'd prefer the boring (laughs) but yeah i mean i have no idea whether this could go either way and i can't wait so Mm -hmm. uh then we had enola holmes millie bobby brown was there uh tukes was back young adult shit i don't care uh you know tukes being back was like okay whatever i mean I'm more interested to see yeah. what Millie Bobby Brown is as a property herself more than how this movie does in the first place. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it does. She, she's in hot demand, obviously. Um, and Stranger Things is still going. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and I believe she's got several more movies coming out with Netflix, too. So it's, um, yeah, Nola Holmes, too. I, don't, I think that was announced over the summer. So it's not yep. a huge surprise. Um, Tube's coming back. As you say, it's not a huge needle mover, but, um, yeah, I, I think the first film did well, um, mm-hmm. so the se- the second should follow suit, and I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, and then we close out the show with The Witcher, uh, clearly what Netflix mm. wants to be their next big property. It is something they are diving into, you know, head first. We got uh, some sneak peek clips of season two. We got some behind the scenes of uh, The Witcher Blood Origin, which is a spin, like a prequel series. Uh, then we got a franchise, uh, what they're calling a franchise trailer for seasons one and mm. two. So it had a lot of footage from season one, a bit of footage from season two. Uh, and then they announced that uh, Lorna Hiss- Hissrich herself, uh, Miss, uh, just got a big production deal. Uh, announced a new yes. second anime, anime film, a kids and family series in the Witcher universe, which that is something that I am very interested in to see how they do that. Uh, and then. The Witcher season three, yeah, uh, a no-brainer for uh, Witcher season three, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and agreed on the family. I mean, how how you, who's going to watch that if you're kids, and then do you have to bleed into watching the main show after that? And right, are you telling kids that they've got to wait until they're eighteen to do that? Uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I have no idea how that's going to play out. Um, but yeah, one of the most interesting an- announcements, and actually one of the, one of the actual very few surprises throughout the whole show, to be right. fair. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, we. I, I figured another animated film was coming. I figured season three was coming. A children's series is one of those things that we could look back on and be like, "Wow, what a genius move!" Or, "Wow, what the fuck were they thinking?" <laughs> yep, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, agreed on the anime film. And I actually thought the anime film was better than the first season of The Witcher. Yeah, um, I in all honesty, that. yeah, it's it established the world far better. Um, I understand why the first season was how it was, um, because yep. it had a lot to get through. Um, and I think when, when we're looking back potentially in a few seasons time, it will make a lot more sense and be a lot more enjoyable because of that. Um, but yeah, the, the, that anime, absolutely. Uh, but I, I do hope the same studio works on it. Of course. Oh yeah. Studio Mirror was fantastic. That animation mm. was top tier. Yeah. All 100%. right. So we, we've gone through the entire slate and you haven't told me what your most anticipated movie is for, oh, it was for t- Netflix this year. Yeah, if it's it don't look up. Uh, oh, 100%. okay. Yeah, well, yeah. there it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to 
what's going to come of it. Um, I might be eating my words, but it's uh, it has the most potential uh, to go either way. Yeah. And it could be um, either very, very good or very, very bad. Yeah. So what is, uh, of the movies we're looking at for their Oscar slate, we, we got Seven Prisoners, which is obviously going to be one of the foreign language pro- uh, uh, nominees. Uh, what, uh, the harder they fall, don't look up. Uh, what else are we looking for in terms of like their Oscar slate? Hmm. Uh, I, I think uh, easy pickings on the animation. Uh, I think back to, back to the outback could have a lot of potential. Um, but yeah, I'd I'd probably say the ones that you've mentioned. Uh, Passing has big potential. Whether that does well with Netflix audiences, I don't know. Um, but I, I personally agree with you. I think the harder they fall looks superb and i think it's got all the hallmarks of doing quite well and and then ending the year uh the lost daughter is also getting a lot of uh buzz um so we'll see what happens there i, I certainly don't think one? uh yes that's yeah it's her directed movie i think okay. olivia coleman stars yeah got it okay so yeah we potentially bruised but i i don't know with that one mm. that's one that's one of those ones that could be either way uh yeah i don't, I don't know if Halle Berry is going to get much play with with a directorial debut there yeah, I think those three I mentioned, and, and maybe even don't look up just because of the the cast that it's assembled. Uh, you know, because it just get the amount of press because they'd be able to mention every single person uh, right. in, a, in a head in a headline. So, yeah, I'd say they're the main ones. All right. Uh, well, any closing comments on the show itself? And, and no, I'm I'm, fa- I'm I'm very tired, uh, <laughs> and and and, <laughs> and, ho- and I hope they put some distance between this and the next one. And uh, to be to be honest with you, I, I prefer a much slimmed down version of this. I also don't know why they're not taking advantage of the Net- Netflix app itself. Um, it's it seems to me they're signaling that they could be getting into live content and starting with this sort of thing, um, and doing it every quarter, but not not three hours, but certainly you know half an hour, yeah. just solid wall to wall. Uh, announcements i i think that would be far more effective and done in the app would actually drive traffic there and you know that you could then have interactivity because if you enjoy what looking for something you know the army of thieves trailer popped up and then there's a button that says remind me when this comes out you know there's yeah. there's interaction there so and they could still take advantage of all the all the youtube stuff but you know give give people incentive to watch it within the app so and put it in 4k as well oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you want to show it off these show. The the Red Notice trailer being as grainy as it was, good God. I mean, you're you're 100% <laughs> right. You need to put this... I, the fact that it's not in their app, like, even... This even feels like it was pre-recorded, honestly. That, yeah, it was. It, yeah, it, it was so highly was. produced. Like, I don't understand why you don't, don't, don't just put this on your platform, like you say. You know, drive your traffic. You, you, your audience is close to Disney Plus in terms of, like, subscribership, but so it's, like, up there in terms of, like, the number one audience in the world uh, for, like, a str- for a streaming content. I get YouTube's big. I get Twitter's big, although I don't know how many people use the, the, live, the live format. Uh, Facebook, same thing. Twitch, it, it less so, but then you're getting the audiences of Twitch streamers who seem to like the, the Twitch streamers and whatever, but you know, the number one audience for your product is still on your product, and uh, maybe they're trying to reach out to people who aren't subscribed, but uh, I still think that retaining an audience is still pretty effective in terms of keeping up revenue. 
Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, couldn't agree more uh, on all the above. And, and that's not to say you can't utilize the other platforms. I just mm-hmm. think it's taken advantage of everything that you've got. Right. Um, and we and we all know how powerful that when you load up the Netflix app, because, you know, for a lot of people, it's second nature, whether it's built into the, the television, you know, or the button, it's the first thing you press. Um, and having that real estate, even for a few hours, you know, will put a lot more eyeballs on it. Uh, and, and, yeah, social media is not representative of real life. So, uh, no. No, we and we found that many times. I mean, how many how many people respond to your tweets with, "Hey, where's the renewal for blah blah blah, the show that got canceled months ago?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, well, Casey, thank you for again for for doing this. Uh, hopefully, Netflix, whenever they do more of these events, uh, will streamline a bit more, have uh, hmm. a lot less fluff, and so we'll lose our minds a little bit less. Hundred percent. Yep. Can't wait. <laughs> now, uh, what's on Netflix dot com? Uh, it'll be in the show notes, so everyone check it out there. But I mean, you've probably already visited it. It's the best news site, and I, I actually mean this. This isn't because you're you're a patron of our show, but it, it is a fantastic resource for me to to help fill out the show notes and know what's coming and going. Uh, I mean, your coming and going lists from Netflix are fantastic. They're better than anything Netflix puts out themselves. So, I mean, you're, yeah, you're doing I, the I, Lord's work there. Awesome. Yeah. And I push people towards our big uh, Netflix movies coming in 2022 and beyond list. Um, that took a good two to three days solid of trying to collect every movie. And there's 200 listed in there. So, yeah, please go and have a look. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please, please support what's on Netflix. It's it's a fantastic resource for, for our site. And it'll be a fantastic resource for you if you're a Netflix fan. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Casey, again, thank you for being here. Uh, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Netflix and Swill is an independent podcast. As such, we believe in the scrappy underdogs of the podcast world. If you're an indie podcast and would like us to run your promo on our show, please contact us. The little guys need to stick together. If you enjoy what we're doing, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and telling a friend. The more we grow, the better the show will be. Thank you for being part of the Netflix and Swill family.